listening to the Rational Rage Network. Return 
fires to Team Test. The street fight will go down on Sunday, March 7th at Revolution on pay-per-view. But a shot across the bow has been fired tonight by Sting and Darby Allen. What a moment. Sting. I cannot believe what we just saw, Tony. This has been an incredible return to action by the icon, Sting. And there you see, boy, you can know the Taz has revenge in mind as well. It will be Sunday, March 7th. Sting will get back in the ring for the first time in many years, and his partner will be the Enigma, the TNT champion, Darby Allen. This is going to be incredible. Revolution Street Fight, Sunday, March 7th on pay-per-view.
Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the PWC. You're listening to Wednesday Night Skirmish with me, Christopher Ams. That's A-M-B-S, like lambs with no L, with no L or bullshit first thing in the morning. Um, I'm here with uh, my always trusty co-host, uh, Jimmy T. Jimmy, how the fuck is Australia, buddy? Actually, it's, it's nice and cool, man. It's, it's good. Summer is finished, thank God. But usually it's still hot in the, in the autumn time, man. So by about next month, we should be cold by Australian standards, hopefully. <laughs> you know what I mean? But how's Canada doing? Right. Is it freezing or what? Uh, you know what? We're getting just like a, what I think is our last gasp of like the really cold weather. This weekend, it was like minus 15, minus 16. Uh, but looking on the long range, it looks like next week and the week after, it's going to start being plus which is nice, which means that uh, we're probably going to have all the snow melt. Although, although, like, I live on a freshwater lake, so the lake's going to be frozen for another month or so after that, really? and I'll be out there building pipe docks on it. So, <laughs> Can you skate on the, on the lake right now? Uh, yeah, like, if you, like, never mind skate, dude. I have a 30,000-pound... Uh, pneumatic drill that I take out onto the ice so that I can drill pipe docks for people. So yeah, you can definitely skate. You can drive a fucking semi truck on it. It's no worries. Really? I mean, yeah, man. I'll be paranoid that I'm going to fall through, man. <laughs> I'm not going to lie, man. Like there's, there's cause you, cause for what I do, you actually have to drive out on the, out, out on the ice quite a bit. Right. Um, and there's times when you're out on the ice and you're like out, in the middle of the lake, right? Like where, like, you know, if there was water there, it would be really, really hard to swim to shore. That's how far out into the lake you are, yeah. right? But there's like three and a half, four feet of ice because we had like a really deep freeze for like a month and a half here this year. So you really are pretty safe, man. Although I will say that sometimes you're out there and like doing what I do, drilling pipe docks, sometimes you'll actually feel the ice shake. Um, oh shit. That's kind of eerie, <laughs> but it actually is a good thing. Like technically it's a good thing. Cause what it means is that the ice is bunching up against itself, which okay. means that it's growing. It means that there's more ice coming when it, when you can't feel any cracks, that's when it's starting to come out. So really anyway, I actually didn't know that. No, no, that's interesting. I, I just learned a new thing, man. I would have thought it was the other way around, but funny enough, it's not. It's actually the opposite. Actually, that I'm glad you told me that, man, because I just learned something new. So that's awesome. There you go. <laughs> there you go. There true. you go, man. Ice roads. <laughs> crazy, crazy shit, man. Uh, before we start, <laughs> you guys have giant spiders. We have ice roads. <laughs> well, I was gonna say, dude. Before we start. You should be on a fucking Netflix documentary. You know what I mean? Like, like ice road truckers or some shit. You know what I mean? We can have fucking AMBS trucking or pipe fucking pipelines, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> I reckon, I think it'd be pretty interesting, dude. Uh, you know what? It could be, especially, especially with some of the shit that my, my, you know, my, uh, my uncle and my old man get up to <laughs> out there on the ice. My, my uncle has, nearly killed himself a few Ooh. times while I've worked with him. Um, you know, we've got a, so it's like a 12 foot, it's a, it's almost 20 feet long. Like our, our, our drill, it's 20 feet high so that when we drill in, Shit. you know, we can attach something to it and then it goes 20 feet. You can attach 12 foot and then another 10 foot and another 10 foot. So you can get like 50 feet down into the, like, like past the surface. Anyway, one day Jimmy was 
uh, taken off one of the pieces and a coupler fell off. And a coupler on this thing is like 15 pounds of steel. The Shit. coupler fell off 20 feet in the air, came down and smacked him in the face. <laughs> and uh, I mean, dude hit the ice like a ton of bricks. I thought he was <laughs> I dead. Laugh, I legitimately was like, yeah. was like, oh shit, Jimmy's shit. dead. And uh, no, no, he just got right back up and was like, fuck. What? He wasn't even bleeding. <laughs> uh, oh, he was bleeding. His oh, mouth I was, was all say, fucked uh... up. He looked like he got in a fight with Mike Tyson, but <laughs> he was fine. <laughs> Man, well, hey, look, you got to be tough to do that shit, man. And I'll take my hat off to you guys because I've I've never experienced that sort of shit or that sort of weather, man. So for sure, it'd be brutal, man. Yeah. Man, I'll tell you, there's only one day that I've ever that I've ever been out there, and the cold was just too much. And uh, we were out, we were out in like an open area of the ice, and uh, it was minus forty. Like the ambient temperature was minus forty, and then the wind was just whipping through where we were so where we were it was probably about like minus 65 minus 70 with the wind chill Shit. and we were out there for a few minutes and this was the one time i had ever seen my my uncle just give up on something because <laughs> he's a super tough fucking dude but he was out there and we're out and I'm, I'm waiting for him to to give me the the iggy on like how how you know what what to do with the pipes or whatever that's sort of my job and he's trying to get the drill to work and it won't because it's too cold and he keeps trying to get the fucking drill to work and then finally finally after about five minutes i just see i'm, I'm standing about 20 feet away from him and i just see him throw a fucking sledgehammer <laughs> up in the air like up in the air and i can audibly hear him over the drill which like you have to wear fucking headphones so that the drill like the drill work doesn't oh, deafen you. I can audibly hear him as he's throwing this fucking sledgehammer in the air going, fuck this. We're out of here. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's awesome. All right, let's go. Home. <laughs> that's awesome. That's something I would do. No doubt about it, man. It must be the name for sure. <laughs> but yeah, man, that's uh, did the fucking before we get into a dub, right? Did the sledgey fucking actually go straight through the fucking ice or? No, man, it's not even like the ice is th is like three and a half, four feet thick. So you, you, you like I said, man, you cannot like break through the ice like uh, unless you're trying to and you're on thin ice like you can't Literally. do it at, when it's four feet when it's four feet deep like that. You can't crack the ice. It's impossible. You'd need a fucking meteor to hit the fucking ice to break it. That's interesting, dude, because, uh, yeah, like I said, I've always had a, like a thing, like, I wonder if I fucking, if you'll fall through or whatever, you know what I mean? But I'd love to fucking skate through a lake, man. I reckon that'd be pretty, pretty awesome, man. Yeah, man. Lots of people do people, they plow off the snow or whatever, and then they'll, they'll dig like they, they there's a machine called an auger, which is basically like just a big drill on a, on a motor. Okay. Then you just drill through the ice. That's how people do ice fishing, right? They drill like a big circle in the oh, ice yeah, with an I've auger, right, right. And then they just and then they just put their their fishing rod in, and then they just sit there and they wait for fish, right? It's kind of boring or whatever, but most people do. Most people drink heavily while they do it, so no, it's less blame boring, them, dude. I'd be sloshed myself. <laughs> no but, doubt about it. But what a people, what a lot of people do is they'll basically like they'll they'll plow out an area where they want to. Um, where they want to skate and then they'll use an auger to make a hole and then they'll use a water pump to basically pump up from the lake to the ice spot so that it flattens and okay. then it's just a perfect sheet it's it's really cool man I, we've done it a bunch of years out here and uh anytime you're driving around the lake you can see 
rinks that people have sort of plowed off or whatever. Oh, that's cool, man. Well, there you go. That That's growing up, you know, Chris Ames, man, right there. <laughs> you know what I mean? For everybody <laughs> listening. <laughs> that was great, though, man. I growing actually, up Chris Ames. It's growing up Chris fucking Ames. cold. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that should be the new segment, dude. A new story about, about Chris <laughs> and his life. Oh, man. Oh, shit. No, but hey, it's better than me talking about my own fucking shit. Put it that way. But anyway, let's get into AEW, man. <laughs> All right, man. Let's get right into it here. Okay, so it's Wednesday night, and you know what that means. Uh, it's time for Dynamite. The uh, The show starts off with John Moxley making an entrance. Um, Nemeth, is it Ryan Nemeth? Doesn't, Ryan get an en- doesn't get an entrance, but he does get an insert promo. Uh, basically just says, hey, I'm the Hollywood hunk, and I want to win this wrestling match, which... Like, yeah, that's right. That's an insert promo for you. <laughs> uh, anyway, Mox and Nemeth, they uh, they, they have an okay they have an okay little match here. Um, my only real comment on it is that Moxley is clearly working as a heel in this match. I, I know that the crowd is still cheering for him, but he's stomping on fingers. He's doing small joint manipulation. In other words, like he's twisting people's fingers and like. You know, like stuff that is very clearly heelish tactics. That's a lot of his offense. And so I know people like him. I know that he's I know that he's cheered by people, but this is clear heel work from Mox. Um, and Nemeth is really good at selling. So I, it's, a, it's a bad combination. Um, you know, heels shouldn't be able to get sympathy. And there were a number of times in this match where I was like, ah, shit, that looked like it hurt. <laughs> um Anyway, Mox goes over with his double arm DDT. I can't remember what he calls it now. It's a double arm DDT. Um, fuck. Fuck. I forgot what it's called too, but it was the Dirty Deeds, right? Originally in WWE. Yeah, the Paradigm Shift. Oh, that's that it. The Paradigm it Shift. That's that right? what it's called. Right, right. I don't know why. It's just a fucking Anyway, DDT, it's a double arm DDT. Yeah, that's it. I mean, why does it have to be something <laughs> okay, so exotic? You know what I mean? paradigm shit like, everybody's got like a new name for every fucking move like you know next you're gonna tell me next you're gonna start telling me that a back body drop is a finisher <laughs> oh wait that's actually what killer cross does Never mind. people we might get heat for that one chris we might get heat <laughs> hey we're fans of, of... <laughs> hey there you go that was the call of the night that one that was that was brilliant man fuck him but i just want to say quickly about this match ryan nemeth man he sells good like you said but uh he's trying to be his brother so much even in the way he's selling right and was mock slapping the fuck out of him or what i mean he treated him like shit man like you know what i mean he really the strikes in this match were pretty solid yeah oh fuck i was like damn poor dude but uh as far as mox working a heel sort of style yeah, well, it's always been kind of him, though. You know what I mean? Like, I guess everybody's a fucking heel, though. You know what I mean? But that's definitely his style. Yeah. I guess he's trying to showcase this explosion, fucking hardcore match, whatever the fuck it's going to be. Basically, an old FMW-style match. And, uh, look, I've got a feeling when that match happens, we're going to be laughing throughout the match. If shit is blowing up, I, I-, I can see me laughing throughout the match. No doubt about it. Yeah, no, dude. I'm with you. So Moxley gets on the mic afterwards. 
Um, he, he wants the title back. He'll crawl through barbed wire, mud, whatever it takes. Um, you know, he'll die if he has to, he'll, he'll, he'll murder if he has to, he'll, he'll eat a baby if he has to. He's, uh, he asks, what comes to your mind when you hear exploding barbed wire death match? And all <laughs> that went through my mind was crap, crap and crap. Uh, <clears throat> oh, shit. this promo went on way too long. I like Moxley on the mic. He's very talented. He's captivating, you know, he's got charisma, but this promo went on and on and on to the point where like, you know how I pay pretty close attention to this shit. I spaced out. And I still like came back and he was still talking. And I was like, <laughs> what the fuck, man? Yeah, um, agree, by the man. end here, he's talking like he's going to die if he doesn't get the title back. So I'm not sure if the plan is for Kenny Omega to murder him or <laughs> what, but. Jesus Christ. I didn't realize it was that important. I mean, God damn it, John. <laughs> no need to die over it. Jeez. It's only the AEW Honestly, fucking world heavyweight championship, right? Jeez. Really? And like Kenny Omega is the WWE champion, so it doesn't even matter that much. Like, Jesus. That's right. He is a WWE champion. Hey, he's 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 winning every belt, dude. I mean, geez, he's got everything. But he's yeah, the fucking belt collector, bro. He's the belt collector, man. But, but hey, like, like we was saying, yeah, Moxie's promo was way too long, definitely. And yeah, it did zone me out. You know what? This episode was a bit zoning, should we say, but uh, we'll get to that. It definitely was. Um, so anyway, after this, they do a whole recap of like the entire Omega Moxley program. Um, it's been a fun program. It's been, you know, they've had some good matches. They've had some good spots. They've had some interesting moments. Um, I'm looking forward to it being over, though, after this exploding barbed wire extravaganza death match. I don't know what the <laughs> fuck it's called. Um, yeah, I've forgotten too, bro. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, it, it, I'm just looking forward to it being over. Um, anyway, next up, we've got a recap from last week with the Bucks and the Inner Circle um, with Papa Buck uh, shoving Chris Jericho. Um, pa so Papa Buck and Mama Buck show up to meet the little Bucks um, <laughs> backstage. And oh, I just I, I have to mention that Papa Buck wears shiny shirts um, and also like those super cool jackets that, that kids wore. Remember when we were in like high school, Jimmy, and like, right. you know, the, the super, super uncool kids would wear like the, would wear like the, uh, the jackets that had like eagles or dragons <laughs> on them. And like, yeah. they thought that it was a cool shirt and like they'd show up to school to school and they'd be like look at my cool shirt and then all the actual cool kids would be like dude you're a fucking moron <laughs> like <laughs> you no, know dude, those kind of shirts i do know that's basically what papa buck was fucking oh, wearing it was man. like motherfucker what a fucking douche seriously that that's that's such a fucking douchebag fucking thing to wear but y'all do you one better man do you remember back in maybe elementary school or primary school for us right um do you remember those fucking fake adidas pants bro that that would have like, like fluoro two stripes going on the side or some shit. And then like two lines at the back, like near the hill and dudes would be wearing that shit and you'd give him shit. You might as well be wearing that crap. You know what I mean? And I mean, with that fucking shirt. I mean, bro, honestly, I saw that and I was just like, bro, you're like a grown ass man. Your kids are grown ass men. What the fuck are you wearing? Like, <laughs> Jesus fuck. And what about the fucking that thick blood, man? You must have something wrong with his blood, dude, or some shit, because that looked like pasta sauce. 
to me. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking maybe he's like severely diabetic and his blood was just like way too sugary or something because it, it was bad. That's off, dude. That was claggy as shit, bro. Like that was oh. If they could have used better it gross. blood. It was gross, man. They could have used something better. And just the fucking the way he fucking acted like going down the fucking wall like scraping down with blood getting smudged everywhere like seriously. God yeah, we'll we'll get to we'll get we'll get to Papa Buck getting his ass kicked. But um, anyway, this was just him showing up in his shiny shirt. Uh, <laughs> next up here, we've got a tag match. It's uh, the Varsity Blondes versus uh, Starks and some jobber that's on his team named uh, uh, is it Bo- Bobby Cave? No, um, <laughs> Brian Brian. Cage, oh. is that right? Is that the jobber guy I, on Stark's I, I, team? I thought it was Mickey Scrage. Mickey <laughs> Scrage. <sighs> I, I don't know, but yeah, yeah, but that guy's a jobber. That's true. Whatever his name is, but yeah, he looks he looks big. That's about it, right? <laughs> he he does look big, which in AEW means you're a jobber. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a at least they give us fucking, fucking comedy, comedy, bro. At least they give us fucking comedy. Honestly, like at least it's fun to watch. Like, <laughs> like you know, I, I watched I watched NXT this week, and like it's good wrestling and everything. It's the kind of wrestling that I usually appreciate, right? Right, right. But there's just nothing around it. It's like, it's like steak that has had all of the like <laughs> all of the fat is off of this steak, right? There's there's no fat whatsoever on this fucking steak. It is like there's no flavoring. Somebody boiled the fucking oh, steak before they decided yuck. to cook it. That's what, and then somebody smothered oh. it in fucking ketchup. That's what NXT <laughs> feels like to me, right? It's just so fucking plain. And then AEW is like, I don't know, man. Like somebody put something on the plate and said, "Here's your steak," but it's not a steak. It's like it's just like, it's like whale a blubber with like. Oh. Yeah, it's like whale blubber with fucking M and M's baked into it or something. It's I don't know what's worse. Shit. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. That I thought NXT was bad, dude. When you did, when you the way you, you the way you described NXT, I thought that was gross, right? But but the way you described AEW, damn, bro. I think I I want me some of that NXT ketchup fucking drenched fucking steak, bro. I don't want no whale oh, fucking man. blob shit with M&M's in it. What the fuck? That's gross, bro. At least you can pick out the M&M's. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway. Um, <clears throat> Taz is on commentary here. One of the first things he says is, "Is you know, Hook's in the car waiting for us. And I just thought, oh, okay, there's, there's, now we know how this match is going to end. There's going to be something about Hook getting abducted by Sting or whatever <laughs> because, you know, Sting got beat up last week. <sighs> Right. Um, anyway, there's a there's a spot in the there's a spot really early on in this match where it kind of looked like Starks slipped, um, doing a double like doing a um, where he was basically doing like a crossover. It okay. looked like he slipped and then oh, slipped yeah, yeah, all the way that. out of the ring. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but him and Pillman really didn't miss a beat on it. Like Pillman didn't stop. He didn't hesitate. He just kept going. Um, and so did Starks. Like he, he slipped out of the ring. He got right back up and he took a shot. So I don't know if they, if they did that on purpose, if they did, it's a cool little spot. I liked it. Um, it, it got me like, 
you know, any t- anytime you're watching wrestling and you think, wait, was that real? That's a good spot. Like that's a spot where somebody did their job. So if that was on purpose, good job. And if even if it wasn't, amazing recovery by those guys. So well, I'm hoping a positive it, for them anyway. I'm hoping it wasn't on purpose because that's what you call fucking ring awareness. You know what I mean? Like without even fucking yes. missing a beat. Just continue on instead of just sitting there like an idiot, like, oh shit, you know what I mean? I fucked up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So that if it, if it was on if it wasn't done on purpose, that was brilliant. These two fucking kids, because they pretty much are kids, get it. You know what I mean? No need to dwell. Just fucking yeah. move on. And that's the best thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I have another uh, comment here about this match. So the heels take over with some heelish tactics. They're stepping on the long hair and that kind of thing. You know, that's sort of old school heel tactics. Good stuff. Uh, Garrison, um, I will say for him that he he does the fired up baby face comeback pretty good. But like, like an old school one, you know, like an 80s fucking old school type of baby face. That's what he reminds me of. I know it sounds stupid, but that's what he reminds me of. Like a throwback to that old 80s style, you know? Yeah, no, that doesn't sound stupid at all. In fact, like honestly, watching him work kind of, kind of reminds me of like the Von Ericks in Texas. Yeah, yeah, he's got that good, like good he's comparison. got that fired up babyface kind of comeback. The thing is, I haven't seen him really do anything else, so I'm not sure if it's just a matter of him being young and and so he's not really sure how to do the rest of the match. But to this point, I've seen Brian Pillman basically take over most of the match and then have Garrison come in for the fired-up baby baby face spot, which, the again, he does really, really well. He does, yeah. So I, I don't want to complain about it too much, but I'd like to see what else he can do. Well, you, um, you know what, Chris? I actually think he's got a future, bro. I actually think he's he's actually pretty good for his age. And he, he, look, he gets the facials, like he understands the hot tag. But like you said, there's a few things that's off and that's probably because he's young, but that will, that will, you know, clean up as time goes on. But it, he gets it, man. I actually think he's, he's doing great. And I think he's a future star. I'll dare say it. You heard it here. I do believe he'll become a single star, like in the future, maybe in a couple of years or whatever. There's something about him. It's his look. He gets it, and he, I think he could be a great baby face. I think you're right, but I think, you know, um, I think to really become like a star in this company, he's going <laughs> to have to lose about three or four <laughs> inches. Um, I, I don't know if, I don't know how he's going to do that, but uh, I think he's just he's just too tall uh, to be considered a, a top guy in AEW. Oh man. If that, if that does happen, Jesus Christ. And what, well, we'll get to that later, but I was going to say, speaking of big guys. <laughs> yeah. We'll get yeah. to it. Anyway, cage wins with the drill claw. Um, it's a, it's a solid little match here. Like I said, I like both of these teams. Uh, they're talented guys. Um, the lights go out and then it's uh Darby Allen and sting having a video where they're like smiling at the camera and looking silly, <laughs> super fucking stupid. Um, and then snow bubbles. Um, they keep saying it's snowing in the arena, but the, the bubbles keep hitting the camera and you can <laughs> clearly see that it's bubbles. So 
you know, Sting doesn't bring winter. He brings bubbles. I just <laughs> I hope that everyone recognizes that what Sting brings to the arena is not mm. snow. It's, it's bubbles. bubbles. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, well, I don't know why they keep saying winter's coming when he comes out. It's fucking dumb. Seriously. Like, it's pretty stupid. Like, really? Yeah. Come on. But at least bubbles are coming. I mean, what type of bubbles? Is he blowing them out of his mouth? Because if he is, uh, I don't want to know why he's blowing them out of his mouth. But anyway, I just want to say about uh, Taz's son in particular. Why the fuck? Is that his shoot name, Hook? I have no idea. If it is, then someone needs to slap Taz. (laughs) (laughs) I know why he named him that, if it is his shoot name, because of Red Hook fucking Brooklyn, right? Because that's where Taz is per se from, right? So, yeah, that's cool, man. I named my daughter Lake of the Woods. Yeah, it's uh, it's awesome. <laughs> Lake of the Woods. I'll I'll name my kid fucking the Acropolis, bro, or some shit. <laughs> <laughs> Poor kid. I mean, I mean, actually, speaking of kids' names, no fucking. I don't want to get heat, but I've noticed a lot of my friends that have had kids are naming their kids fucking weird names, dude. Like they're naming their kids Rocket. Another friend of mine named his kid Jet. I kid you not. Another one's a Jet. I mean, what the fuck, man? What's with these fucking weird names? Helicopter. Hey, that's not far. (laughs) That's not far (laughs) off, dude. If you got kids, Rocket. I'm not kidding, Rocket. Like, Rocket. Why Rocket? You know what I mean? Like, oh, man. So now we got Hook you as well. And D need to, you and D need to have a kid and name him <sighs> H2 Hummer or something like that. <laughs> oh, fuck that, dude. <laughs> but fuck, whatever happened to yeah. just normal names like Chris and Jim? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, come don't on. don't know, man. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ, bro. You named your kids fucking normal names? For Christ's sake. I did, yeah. And, I, and named, I gave them both German names. Yep, Arya and Freya. <laughs> Yeah, they, that's very German, but at least they're fucking normal names. But you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Anyway, um, Steve Borden uh, is a pretty normal name. That's uh, very he comes normal. out to the. That's Sting, by the way. Um, <laughs> he comes out. Uh, he brings a body bag with him, and uh, he opens it up, and it's it's Hook. Oh, shock of all shocks! Um, <clears throat> Darby Allen uh, repels to the ring, which okay. Um, <laughs> You know, the faces pretty... lay out Cajun Starks. Uh, Sting gets to do the Scorpion Death Drop. That's kind of fun. Uh, it looked fine, you know, for a 62-year-old man. He still moves all right. Um, Taz helps Hook out of the bag. Uh, it takes way too long for all this to happen, so it just looks like Taz is really, really bad at opening body bags. <laughs> like, it took him, like, three and a half minutes to open the body bag and get Hook to his feet. <laughs> uh yeah I, I don't know somebody needs to figure that out a little bit better because it just looks stupid um i don't have anything else to say about this other than snow bubbles uh jimmy <laughs> first of all how bad was taz acting when he took his son out of the ba- out of the body bag and he kept repeating the same motion i couldn't help he was getting my attention so whatever was going on in the ring i was just sitting there looking at fucking taz and hook in the aisle there because he kept doing the same thing gets up then attends to his son gets up gets to his son gets up i'm like what the fuck are you doing <laughs> you know what i mean like seriously just yep. get your son and, and even run to the back even you know what i mean instead of just sitting there yeah. like you know what i mean 
It's just simple little things. If they're so intimidating that you can't get in there and help the guys who you're <laughs> supposed to be managing, right? Then you know, get your kid and run to the fucking back. Get out of there. Like get get him out of there. But no, they just like. He got him out of the bag. It took him like four fucking minutes to get him out of the bag. It was clear Hook wasn't like hurt or anything. He was fine. And just right. for some reason, he couldn't stand up for four minutes. Um, and then when they did yeah. stand up, they stood up there. And then Darby Allen and Sting walked right past them towards the exit. And Taz and Hook just stood there pointing at him menacingly, but not doing anything. I don't know if, if like, it really feels like, you know, one of the biggest problems with AEW, to me, it feels like um, Tony Khan has never been in a fight, <laughs> and he's never been close to being in a fight. <laughs> because if you've ever been in a fight, you know that if you want to fight a person, you don't just point at them from 20 <laughs> feet away. Like, like some douchebags will do the, Hey man, you want to go, you want to go. And then they'll push each other 14 times before they actually start swinging. Uh, right, right. You know, that's a douchebag thing to that's do it, but at least there's physicality there. You can, you can at least, you know, like, like shoot that. You can at least have that as a, as a camera thing. But when you're supposed to be like, you know, deep in hate for hmm. this other group of people and all you're doing is standing there and pointing at them menacingly I mean, you just, it just looks like who the fuck wrote this? <laughs> Obviously, it must be TK himself, the, the king douche of them all. I just want to say, though, it must be. It must be. I'm glad I've, I can report on something now, Chris, just quietly. Mm -hmm. I'm happy to say that Hook is not his real name. <laughs> his oh, name okay. is Tyler. Thank God he gave him a normal name. Because seriously, <laughs> Hook. Okay. No worries. That was Taz's wife being like, listen, motherfucker, no. <laughs> I've never seen Taz's wife. Is she, any, is she any good, Chris? Have you seen her before? I have never seen Taz's wife in my life, but um, <laughs> I'm imagining she's not hot. Uh, <laughs> uh, just just giving Taz as the reference, you know? <laughs> like, I don't expect. Oh, man. But hey, man, he was, he's a celebrity, right? You know, I'm sure he had a few rats around or something like that, ring rats. Then again, they, they're not anyway. that good looking, but, but still, yeah, let's move on. Yeah, especially nowadays, the ring rats are all <laughs> dudes. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. <clears throat> oh, that's a true story. Uh, moving on here. <laughs> uh, Miro is backstage with uh, what's his face with the hot wife. Oh, um, Kip Sabian. Kip Sabian and his hot <laughs> wife. Um, they're backstage. Uh, they're they're mad at Chuck and Orange Cassidy still. And still. Uh, they're talking about it still. And uh, yeah. Miro wants to fight <laughs> still. It's still 2021, Chris. I'm still waiting for this push. Yeah. Well, you know, hey, Booker of the Year. Right, TK. Oh my Booker God. of the fucking year. I'm glad you brought that out, Dave. You're a fucking idiot, bro. You fucking douche. How do you? How do it's you not even Dave. It's the fucking. It's the fucking readers, man. The readers oh, voted. Who's the readers? TK. On the you're right. You're right. The fucking Booker of Come the year. On. It can't be the readers. Surely that's fucking Melter doing that, man. Because if that's his listeners <laughs> or readers, right as well. God damn it, man. There's a bunch of fucking spastics out there, bro. I'm telling you, man. There really is, man. And, and it's fucked up because, you know, the IWC 
internet wrestling community has got some doozies in that group, bro. There's some doozies. I'm yeah. telling you, man. But it is what it is. So, TK, congratulations, mate. Because you booked fucking great. Seriously. Whoever fucking voted yes. him to be the winner, you should be ashamed of yourselves, right? Seriously. Idiot. <laughs> Honestly. Like, somebody said, like, oh, you know, there's not even that many people booking this year. And that's true. But, like, there's still, like, Scott Damore is right. still booking, you know? Like, yeah. Vince McMahon is still booking. Like, you could say whatever the fuck you want. And I hate most of WWE's product. But, I mean, everything with Roman Reigns was that's good. Most right. of the booking with with Drew McIntyre has been good. If you want to even look at Hunter, I mean... You know, he's booked well for what he's been given. He's had a lot of, you know, major injuries to major stars at really inopportune times, and he's still managed to keep NXT, you know, afloat. AW is like, who the fuck said this was the booker <laughs> of the year? What? Bro, <laughs> I don't know what to tell you, man, because I, when I saw that fucking list and when I saw that in particular, I was like, really? Like, really? Man, whatever, man. Like I said, congratulations, idiot. You win. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whatever. Absolutely. Congratulations, TK. Way to go. Booker of the year. Moving on. Um, <laughs> next up, we've got a match. It's Brandon Cutler versus Jake Hager. Oh. And um, I just... <laughs> th this entrance... This entrance literally had me like laughing out loud watching it. So, so Brandon Cutler, who's there because he's friends with the um, Young Bucks, um, is pathetic. He is not um, an impressive professional wrestler. He is not someone who needs to be getting any kind of push or any kind of special treatment. Um, and yet they gave him like this big elaborate entrance with this like, you know, this 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 big mask and like he came out and you know looked very cool and I just like I was yeah. just like laughing like oh my god it's it's fucking glacier what the fuck is this this and, is garbage dude at least glacier is a hundred times better than this fucking guy that's named after a fucking cutlet you know what I mean. <laughs> seriously like first of all what the fuck is brandon he brandon cutlet brandon cutlet is he supposed to be a fucking reptilian like what is he i have no idea i just literally my notes for the entrance are ha 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 ha, ha. <laughs> next mask you fucking douche oh what a fucking idiot because if he thinks that's cool and i think his wife actually is the seamstress apparently right if she is seriously girl just quit right now. Look what you've done to your fucking husband. But anyway, seriously, he wears weird face paint. Like, what is he? Is he supposed to be Hawk oh, from the from the Road Warriors? I mean, like this guy. I'm sorry, man. Nothing against him. He's only there because he's best friends with the Bucks. He's got zero talent. And hey, if he if he ever hears this, I don't mean that in a fucking derogatory. To, I mean, in an offensive way. Because hey, you got more talent than me. Because I'm not a professional wrestler, right? But I'm just saying, as a viewer, that's not cool, man. It's just not cool. It looks stupid. You've got this big overgrown red mask, whatever the fuck it is. It looks stupid. Yeah, it is what it is, man. Oh, well. Brendan Cutlet. Yeah, dude. Some things are for pushed talent. That's just how it is. You're, <laughs> right. not, you're, you're not cool enough 
to try to look cool on TV. You need to just go out there and you're in your, you know, have some regular trunks that say Cutler or whatever, <laughs> and just like, you know, go out there and wave to the crowd and, and do, you know, have a fired ones? up baby face spot at some point in your match and take <laughs> the pin like you fucking deserve to. That's, <laughs> that, that's your job. Don't literally like, that's his job. Uh, you know what I mean? That's your job. <laughs> your job. <clears throat> okay. Anyway, this match gets underway. Uh, Hager takes over with the, with the power lands, a couple of pretty stiff looking German suplexes. Uh, Cutler fires up a bit. Hager catches him uh, from a crossbody, slams him. Hager with a running clothesline for the win. There are way too many people with clothesline finishes in this fucking company. I, yep. I'm, I'm really, really tired of the clothesline being a finish. Um, it looks all right with uh, with Hangman doing the flip into it, but yeah, at least everybody else needs right? to not win with a clothesline. And if they're going to win with a fucking clothesline, right? then fucking win with a super kick, not fucking win after 10,000 of them. You know what I mean? Yeah, but you're right, man. The only one that really yeah. makes a fucking clothesline look mean was fucking, I hate to say it, JBL with the clothesline, you know, the clothesline from hell, whatever the fuck it was called, and fucking uh, Stan Hansen, because the guy couldn't even yep, see those you. those two guys could fucking land Yeah, him. that would literally take your head off. But these guys, other than Hangman, like you said, because at least he does that flip to... to you know, make it look sort of different. Everyone else, stop fucking doing it, please. And don't call it a lariat just to be different. Yes, that's the real name of a clothesline, but don't give me that shit like it's some different fucking thing, you know? But yeah, yeah, you're right. El Larietto. Whenever somebody from yeah, whenever somebody from Mexico lands a clothesline next, that's what uh <clears throat> that's what announcer of the year Excalibur will call it. Oh, oh, oh. <clears throat> For sure, one hundred percent. Hey, yeah. Anyway, the circle come out. They beat up Cutler after the match. Uh, the Bucks show up. They clean house. Everybody from the circle powders out. Uh, <laughs> Matt Jackson. I'm reasonably certain I have that correct. I, I honestly have no the brown idea. hair they, guy. They, they, yeah, the, the darker hair yeah. guy. Anyway, say. the darker haired one. Yeah, That's is that Matt? Matt? Jackson. That's Matt. Okay, good. I'm right. All right. So Matt, so Matt Jackson gets on the microphone. He says, and I quote, yo, Chris Jericho, MJF, we don't got to wait till revolution. How about you get your stupid asses out here right now? Dude. Cool. <laughs> that was definitely cool. But I just want to say one thing before you continue about that. Um, since when did we go into this? I thought there was going to be a thing between them and uh, the Good Brothers. And then suddenly there's a feud now with the fucking Inner Circle. Uh, like, yeah, and now the, the Good Brothers and, the, and, and the, the, the Buckies are best friends again. It's all good. I'm I mean, confused. Booker of the Year stuff, man. Booker, Booker of, the of the Year, year stuff, stuff, definitely. Call, call me stupid, but I'm definitely confused here. Yeah. Booker of the Year, Tag Team of the Year, Announcer of the Year, etc., etc., etc. Wait, did the Bucks I, win Tag all... Team of the Year too? Of course they did, Gigi. Oh, no. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I better not fucking And Excalibur legitimately won Announcer of the Year. Like, <sighs> what? What? Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I could say so much about this shit. Look. 
at least out of all of them, I'll give some credit where credit's due, right? At least Excalibur, as dumb as he fucking is with his, with his stupid names of everything, at least he actually sounds good. Like, his voice is all right. But if he, yeah. if he took it more serious, right, and stopped doing that shit, right, he'd be a great commentator, in my opinion, right? Yeah. But, no, but no, he shouldn't be announcer of the fucking year. Nowhere near it, in my opinion. But yeah. It is what it is. He shouldn't even be. He shouldn't even be announcer of the television show. Never mind announcer of the year. Like he should not be on the air. Uh, anyway, um, <clears throat> after that incredible um, promo from Matt Jackson, um, <laughs> where he said asses. I don't know if you know this, but when they say asses, it means they're really serious. Ooh, um, I didn't know that. <laughs> no. Anyway, the old buck That's has tough, another bro. shiny shirt backstage. <laughs> And uh, Chris Jericho and MJF beat the old man up. And I have never been so happy in my life to watch an old man get his ass kicked. Um, yeah. This, this, this reminded me also of, uh, of high school in that the dude with the ugly shiny shirt with the dragon on it got his ass kicked. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't say, man. Like, there were so many of those dudes. This remind, he reminds me of my friend Craig, man. He used to wear the exact same type of shirts, bro. And we would all slap him for it. You know what I mean? Like, literally. Like, it's always those dudes. And no offense to if if you're a Linkin Park fan, Chris, or anything like that. But it's generally the people that were into Linkin Park back in the day that would wear that type of shit. Do you know what I mean? Is it just uh, me? That's how it was here, bro. No. No, it was definitely... It was either the Linkin Park kids or <laughs> it was the... Uh, Dungeons and Dragons kids. Oh, like those, there was like some one. intersection between those kids <laughs> and shiny shirts with dragons on them. And I, one more. Well, there's one more crew that's part of that group. Uh, fuck. What was? Oh man, I forgot the name of it. But it's a MMO man. It was the biggest one at the time. Like not too long ago. World of Warcraft. That's it. Thank you. Ding ding ding. Yes, it was World of Warcraft. That that clan as well. I'm also part of the dragon shiny shirt fucking crew, bro. <laughs> Dude, I knew a guy who was like 35 years old when I was living in California who lived with his mom literally <laughs> so that he could like he he worked at night as a bouncer so that he what? could spend like 12 to 13 hours a day. He was a big fat fuck, right? Oh, so like, okay. All if right, he right, leaned right, on right. someone, he could he could okay. move them. Right. But uh but anyway, this kid would like, he would work and then he would go home and he would spend literally, cause I asked him like, is this legitimate? Are you actually telling me this, like this fact? He was like, yeah, I probably play about 13 hours of, yeah. of this game a day. And that's wow. why I have to live at my mom's house is because I can't pay rent. <laughs> cause he puts all his money like, into that, into that bullshit. Just like. Who the fuck are you? What are you doing? Get a fucking girlfriend, man. What the fuck? Dude, man, those guys <laughs> are crazy, bro. And and you're right. There's a lot of those types. And on top of that, man, that game is the sad. Look, nothing against these people, but I was never into that shit. All right. But you guys need to fucking get a life for real. <laughs> Uh, anyway, uh, Papa Buck and his shiny dragon shirt get loaded <laughs> into an ambulance and taken away. And um, thank God. Uh, <clears throat> there's a recap of the Shaq, Cody, Jade stuff. Um, it, every single time somebody does anything with this, it just makes me think. Um, <clears throat> please, please don't bring Brandy back. 
just let her stay pregnant for the next five or six <laughs> years and just never come back <laughs> on the television. Oh, bro. She's awful. It, she's getting worse too, dude. I think she's actually getting worse. Like, I don't know how that's yes. possible. I thought you improve on things when you keep doing it. You know what I mean? When you repeat it. But not this, not this woman. She just gets fucking worse. Look, man, this shit is stupid. First it was scheduled for a pay-per-view. Now it's for Dynamite. Eh, whatever. All I know is one thing. There's one guarantee in that match, Chris. And mm-hmm. this is going to be a ratings fucking boost, bro. Paul White will definitely get into that match. 100%. Let's be honest. Oh, for sure. I hope he does anyway. That'll be great. Oh, he will. He will because of their history. Him and Shaq's history. Like, 100%, dude. Mm-hmm. And then he'll get buried. Well, yeah, he's just way too fucking tall, isn't he? Like, <laughs> Way I mean... too tall, bro. <laughs> way, way too tall. Not that I want him to get pushed anyway. If there's anyone that's over fucking 6'2 and 200 pounds, over 200 pounds, please don't push the fucking big fucking show. He's done. I don't even know. It was... I thought it was a fucking troll, dude. I thought it was fake, that news. When I first saw that, I'm like, no. For real? <laughs> Booker of the year shit, bro. <sighs> Booker of the year shit. Next thing you know, he's going to win the AEW World Championship, and he's, <laughs> and then we're he's off to be the race. Wrestler of the year. Oh no, dude! I'm telling you now, if they give him the strap, right? I'm going to stop. Fuck the skirmish. That's it. I'm done. <laughs> I'm, I'm seriously. I'm oh, done. Oh god. If they really uh, do that, no man. No, dude. If because if, if you fuck off, I'm not doing this show anymore. <laughs> either. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. If they really do that, fuck that shit, man. And I hope they really suffer for the ratings too. Like with the ratings, if that happens, I doubt they're that dumb. But then again, who knows? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so anyway, we come we come back from commercial here after this recap, and it's uh, we're getting a match. It's Hangman Page and Isaiah Cassidy. Um, so Hardy and. Uh, H two seventeen uh twenty four <laughs> hut hut uh O or whatever the fuck their their name is. Uh Evans and Angelico. They're at ringside for the match. Um <clears throat> I, I'm gonna say this. I, I really actually liked this wrestling match. It was um, the match of the I night, thought, Chris. It was a fucking brilliant match. This is the match. I, I thought Cassidy did a an excellent it. job selling. He killed it, dude. Not just selling, but he was being stiff, too. Like, he was matching Hangman sort of, uh, what do you call it? Like, he was going hard on the poor kid. He was hitting back, dude. I was actually, you know what? This is, he's he's come of age sort of match. I think he really showed what he's really fucking made of. Because that idiot of a kid, usually, Isaiah Cassidy I'm talking about, he used to scream like a bitch every other match up until this point. Yeah. He stopped screaming like a girl and actually was being taken serious for once, in my opinion, and gave Hangman a brilliant match, dude. Yeah, I really, honestly, this was a really, really good match. Um, so Hardy interferes at, at one point here. He uh, kind of throws Hangman's arm into the post. Uh, he gets ejected. Silver and Reynolds come out to be in Hangman's corner. So, you know, 
obviously this is leading to something. Um, there's a Poison Rana by Cassidy, which was really nice. Uh, Paige seemed to really, really be selling um, his arm for the rest of this match. Uh, it, it looked it looked legit. Like, it looked really, really good. Um, I have nothing but good things to say about Hangman Page basically every time I see him wrestle. And this match was no exception. I was worried when I saw who he was wrestling, but I got to give it to Cassidy. He, he really upped his game tonight. And uh, if this is the kind of thing, if this is the kind of performance that we can expect out of him moving forward, um, then I was a hundred percent wrong about Isaiah Cassidy. Me this too. kid has a serious future in wrestling. <laughs> if, if his matches are anything like this, give me more. Man, and that's what blows my mind. Like, I thought he was really green before that. Where did this shit come from? You know what I mean? So if it was TK booking him like that, Booker of the Year shit, bro. And as far as Hangman Page goes, if he joins the Dark Order, man, is that, in your opinion, Chris, don't you think that's going a little bit backwards, bro? Well, considering the goodwill that I think that they've built up for this faction after the unfortunate death of... um of Mr. Huber. Um, I think that they can push it properly. And I think that I really kind of believe that hangman page leading the dark order um, and maybe even renaming them something else. I would like that. Actually. And yeah, I, I think, I, I think, I think they could do something with it that like, I'm not optimistic about it. I think it would take a lot of work and I don't have a lot of faith in Booker of the fucking year to do anything right. right. But um, but I think that there's something here that they could do um, that could be interesting. Well, for me, I just I just feel like he shouldn't join it because then he's not Hangman Page. Like, what do you call him? Like, you got to give him one of those Dark Order sort of names, right? Like, uh, just call him uh, Hang. Just hang. Could just call him Hangman. <laughs> or just, yeah, all right. And But he comes out with a noose instead, like, to hang himself. Because to me, I mean, he used to come out with a noose funny enough, but ironically, he actually did. But uh, I don't know, man. I think this guy's a star. He proves it every fucking time. But him leading the Dark Order, I'm just hoping that he turns on him and just goes all heel on him. Just like a big prick, like a full asshole, like, screw the whole fucking group you know what i mean yeah i could see it <clears throat> um anyway hangman goes over uh with his buckshot um the presence of silver and reynolds keep uh h2o at ringside so they're literally there for nothing like they got called to tv just to walk out to the ring stand there for a match Topless. and then walk back to the back um, yeah, topless. Like, you know really, I mean? really great that you guys came out with no shirts on. But we're you know, in jeans. It really, it, yeah, it it kept it kept your arms free for all of the clapping at ringside that you got to do. You fucking uh, numpties. <laughs> no, you fucking numpties. Fucking oath, man. Yeah, I mean, geez, man. Yeah, Booker of the Year, like you said, bro. Booker of the Year, shit. Yeah. So Hardy attacks number five and throws him through the table. Um, the way that they've got the table set up um, <laughs> with the ramp, the way that it is, I like it. It definitely makes for a, for a solid, impactful toss when somebody gets thrown through that table. So it looked good. Um, 
I'm not necessarily looking forward to this match. I, I love Hangman, and I know that he can get a pretty good match out of anybody. But Matt Hardy is so stiff now. Like, yeah, for real. Like, I love Matt. Like, some of my favorite matches as a kid were Hardy Boys matches, you know, especially when they were against Edge and Christian. Um, I loved their stuff. They were, you know, they gave their bodies for everybody. Matt you know, has been able to reinvent himself. He's been able to keep things interesting, but whenever he's in the ring now, I just like cringe. Like, it's like, it's like, man, this guy cannot get around anymore. You know what I mean? He's very stiff. And when we say stiff, we're not talking about like with his punches or anything. We mean stiff the way he moves. He's not mobile anymore. He could tell he's in pain or some sort of pain. Uh, he Look, he looks like he needs a hip replacement. Let's be honest, man. I think he's better. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's true. And I think he'd just be better off as being like a manager type, like what he's doing with with a private party and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Look, it's Matt. I'm always happy to see him out there. But, dude, you got to hang it up soon, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, great character. Absolutely keep him around as a character. Cause oh, he's for still, sure. No he's doubt. still good in that role. Um, even this big money math thing. I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not like into it, into it, but like, this is cool. This is a good little, little use of, of Matt yeah, Hardy. No, like no doubt. he's on TV every week and he can, he can elevate certain people in certain situations. No and I, I like it, but uh, yeah, the in-ring stuff is like, Oh man. Yeah. No, know. look. And, and the thing about big money, Matt, it's not a new character. It's been around for actually a few years. It's new. It might be new for television because I don't recall him ever coming out in TNA like that or anything like that. But if you watch his YouTube series, he's got like a thing about Big Money Matt, like a whole series of just that, you know. So it's it's pretty funny too because he's toilet paper. He's all money. It's all like hundred dollars <laughs> and like it's pretty funny. But uh, but yeah, man. Look, I don't mind this shit, but I just don't want to see him in the ring anymore, man. No, me either. Uh, anyway, speaking of things we don't want to see anymore, uh, then this next this next package, um, I, I like half of me wanted to laugh at it because of the absurdity, and the other half of me was like, "Oh, fuck this company." Um, Marvez is uh, is is interviewing uh, Callus and Omega, Ugh. who are in shop class. That was funny, though. and uh, <laughs> yeah. they're they're basically talking about how um you know they're they're building you know contraptions <laughs> for the exploding barbed wire <laughs> kitten on a pole death match and uh anyway it doesn't really turn into anything but the part that got me and that i'm not sure if i want to laugh or be really angry at <laughs> is that at the end Kenny Omega has a piece of steel in his hand and a hammer. <laughs> yeah. and at the end, he turns around and he puts the piece of steel down on the bench and he starts hitting it with the hammer. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't do any fucking thing. <laughs> I know because it's not even um, hot. <laughs> that's that's not how construction works, guys. You, I think, like just yeah. taking a hammer to a hard thing is not a part of construction like that doesn't build anything you're you're literally just hitting something you're not like so this made me like there was part of me that really wanted to laugh and then there was a part of me that really wanted to like slap tk in the face (laughs) like 
you dumb fuck. Look, 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 look. I'll give Kenny the benefit of the doubt. Knowing the way he is, he's totally being sarcastic. Come on. Like, I'm pretty sure we understand sarcasm. And it's pretty funny because he's taking the piss on this whole match. Let's be honest, yeah. He really is, right? Or if he's not taking the piss, then I hate to say it, Chris. No offense, man, but it must be a Canadian thing, bro. Oh, don't (laughs) even fucking go there. It must be a Canadian thing. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just saying, no. hey, that's that's one zing to me for once because uh, remember the 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 hitman of of Australia. Uh, I don't even Bret want Hart to mention her name. Right, right. So, <laughs> look, it's either a Canadian thing or he was taking the piss, and I, and I'll go with the latter, man. I'll give you the benefit of the doubt, Chris, because at least you guys are pretty tough when it comes to that working environment type of type of thing. You know what I mean? But Kenny, dude, oh. don't ever do a normal fucking factory job or any sort of shit like that because you look like a fucking goof. But he was being a goof on purpose. But it was kind of funny. It made me laugh, though. I'll, I'll give him that. And and Marvez, seriously, they're making him into the biggest goofball of a fucking interview guy you can get, man. I mean, the poor guy, he's like, hey, Kenny. Like, or, hey, like, he's just a pest. Why is he obsessed with Kenny and fucking Don Callis in particular? Why is he the guy I, that always has to try to interview him? Why can't it be Shivani hey, for once? Jiminy, yeah. I see you're taking a shit right now, but um, I was He's wondering right if talk. I could maybe ask you a question about um, this match oh, that you've got coming up. Uh, what do you think about it? And since when Shut did the he fuck up, bad? And we, since when did he start sounding like this? You know what I mean? He wasn't like that bad at first, but uh, yeah, I guess. Uh, you got dumb and dumber and the dumbest in that fucking uh, segment, bro. Yep. It is what it uh, is. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> um, <clears throat> anyway, I, I think that you're right. I think that this was probably Kenny taking the piss out of people. And, um, you know, good for him. Kind of got <laughs> me there at the end. I was just like, you motherfucker. Because he looked like, funny. He's like, ding, fuck? ding, ding. You know, right? <laughs> he's, just, he's just dinging away. On the, just, but like a crazy noise. You know, yeah. <laughs> While the other guys are literally fucking welding and all sorts of shit. Like, looks like they're actually doing shit. But yeah. yeah there's actually sparks going. Yeah. And like, something was actually being done in the background. There's Kenny. And you, using the hammer on the piece, and he's he's like that. He's like when he's like when you work in the shop, and like a guy comes in with his three year old, and he's just <laughs> like, yeah, just hit that piece of metal with the hammer, and then the kid just <laughs> goes off and hits the fucking metal with the hammer, and all fucking day he's just dinging away on that fucking piece of metal while you're busy welding oh, shit and building man. fucking stuff, and you're like, you look over and there's the fucking kid just dinging away on the fucking ha- <laughs> with his hammer, and you're like, and you're like that kid's going places, <laughs> probably not college, but places. <laughs> oh no bro that you're man i'll give you one thing you're on fire tonight chris again i'll tell you bro because uh <laughs> if your kid's doing that shit he's definitely going to places 100 percent uh bro yeah. that that is that is awesome i'll give you that that was a good one. Oh boy yes prison is a place Ooh. Uh, <laughs> oh 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 god anyway okay. anyway <laughs> Yeah, anyway, um, <laughs> next up we've got a <clears throat> we've got a um, a spot to to reach the uh, semifinals of the women's tournament. It's uh, Nyla Rose versus Britt Baker. Uh, Rose starts out in charge with power moves, 
Uh, Baker takes a powder. It looks like she's going to completely go away, but she doesn't. She comes back. Um, Rose sort of gets back in charge again. At one point in this match, Rose landed like a sort of a almost like jumping lariat. And you like I, I rewound it back. She legitimately like reached back and smacked Britt Baker in the fucking nose with her with her forearm. It was like, holy shit, fucking like. Dude, dude, you know what? listen. This was a fine match. It was. But Nyla Rose needs to take lessons on how to be safe from like fucking Nia Jax. Like <laughs> she needs to take lessons from like literally fucking anybody in professional wrestling of like how not to fucking injure people. Because this, that like Nyla Rose cannot fucking work. He's pretty brutal, isn't he? I mean, she, she's pretty brutal. I mean, look, I'll tell you one thing. The only positive thing. You know, I've, I've said this in the past a long time ago if they booked her shim her him whatever the fuck he is right because he's you know what he's not even gay bro that's what's funny he's actually into women but he's into guys too so he's bi but oh she's bi whatever right whatever the fuck <laughs> i just want to say right if they, they book, are non-specific yeah non yeah well since we got no uh we got no fucking uh gender anymore right you can be anything you want these days right no such thing as a male or female yeah. so i can call her, him a shim if i want right but anyway what i wanted to say my pronoun is as guardian just so everybody's <laughs> aware but... <clears throat> yeah and for me it's shim yes i said it right but anyway <laughs> I just want to say, I'm sorry, but it is what it is. But if they booked her, him, whatever, as a killer, like as the bloke that he really is sort of thing, like, you know what I mean? Where he's taking out all the females. I can get into that Nyla Rose character, right? I really could. Where he's just taking every bitch out, like, because he's a male. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but he's but, like legitimately by accident like i don't think that that lariat was meant to connect like that i don't know but like straight up just like like a 200 and something pound person just like straight up smacking brick brit baker in the dude, fucking it, face it was actually a stiff like, match oh my God. Dude. i actually felt it was a stiff it was match, you know what like that's the thing this match was actually pretty good it was like, good it in was in spite the of the stiffness match. in right. spite of what looked like a like some serious like dangerous fucking work like they actually made this match look um really good it was it was a great match and definitely in the top two matches of the night i mean we got to give the credit where credit's due man i mean Britt baker i feel sorry for her because i feel she's the one that really gets the fucking stiff shots no matter who she wrestles man she's had teeth come out she's had her fucking lips busted open or her nose even the girl fucking eats a lot of shit and takes it man so with all the criticism that i've given Britt baker in the past she's one tough fucking girl man like definitely yep absolutely and she's getting better too she's she like, is she if is. you compare her definitely. now to when right. she started a year ago in 100%. aw she's so much better than she was Absolutely. she's figured out and not just in ring she's figured she's out overall. her character really right. really really Absolutely. really good. Like, i totally agree man and i've hanged a lot of shit on her in the past and you know what i'll give her credit man because she's every week every time i see her now she's improving and she's getting better so definitely she's she's getting pretty good now so thank god 
Absolutely. Anyway, uh, Rose wins with the second beast bomb. She hits her with one. Uh, Baker kicks out. She sort of picks her up and hits her with another one for the win. Um, yeah, I have written down here actually a pretty good match um, in spite of the in spite of the dangerous work by Rose. Um, I don't know how she doesn't accidentally murder uh, Riho in the semifinals coming up here because Riho is really really small you know what chris i, I want to say it was well it was during like it was probably about a year ago but do you remember when it was nyla rose against riho to to uh to crown a new women's or the inaugural aw women's champion if you remember do, do you remember that particular match at all yep that was a great match like riho was literally german suplexing and tiger suplexing nyla rose <laughs> i'm telling you like I actually think they've got good chemistry, but I still think I still think Riho will actually win. I just got this feeling. No, I don't know, man. Yeah. I've I'm, I'm kind of time. hoping that Nyla Rose wins the whole thing, and then, you know, we can just say that men do everything better than women, <laughs> including women's wrestling. Oh shit. I just think that would be great. That'd be awesome. It's like when it was like it was like when uh when Caitlyn Jenner won Women of Woman of the oh, Year from Time magazine. God. It was like, wow, so men really do everything better than women. <laughs> like like we even have a, a man win, winning Woman of the Year. That's I mean dude, this is great. It's that's fucking... as ridiculous to me as Tony Khan winning Booker of the Year. We'll just we'll make that comparison. <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if Tony Khan became fucking Tina Khan? in the future i mean i don't think it would be too big of a fucking transition it wouldn't um, it actually wouldn't it wouldn't be at all it just needs to put a bit of blush and yeah he doesn't even have to grow his hair i'm telling you and he still can be the booker of the fucking of the company as well i mean and then maybe we can say women finally do something better booking wrestling apparently yeah yeah <laughs> well i mean i i like I don't even know a lot of women in wrestling, but I know like every woman that I know in wrestling would probably book a better show than Tony Khan. That's I, honestly like, Dude, I, I think it, almost girls, everybody that I know could book a fucking better bro, show than Tony I Khan. I kid you not. Your daughters would book fucking better than fucking TK. I'm not kidding. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being dead yeah. set, bro. Like seriously, that's how fucking ridiculous this guy is. And it's getting more ridiculous. And I'm just hoping either he, someone tells him the fucking quit this shit like stop booking it or they're gonna be in deep shit like i'm telling you and i don't want them to be in deep shit but i just feel like give it two more years of this shit and there won't be a company anymore there will not be AEW. i'm telling you dude i I'm, i agree with you and i think that him i think that him winning booker of the year and AEW winning literally every fucking category from the p it was it pwi i can't remember what the no, fucking melted no 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 it was the wrestling observer right the observer you can tell how into fucking shit i am but uh the wrestling observer he like AEW won every fucking award this year and you're only that egging only, it on yeah that only enforces the idea that they have there that they're right and that's that what's jim fun. ross was that Jim Ross was wrong to tell them, you know, not to stand oh, around and dude. cluster like quails. I'm, you know what I mean? It, I'm glad it, it you enforces that fucking 
that garbage. And, no, you're and right. Like, like. <sighs> no, you're absolutely right. And and I'm glad you brought up JL because as I was reading comments about those awards, right? There was people out there literally again bringing up about JR how he needs to stop commentating. He doesn't know what he's talking about, and I'm like, man, have have the IWC a portion of it become that fucking stupid, bro? Like, you know it, what I mean? It feels like they've gotten to the point where they're not able to, like, have fair assessment of what's going on with AEW. But see, like, you and I both want AEW to succeed. We do. You bro. and I both we prefer do. watching AEW to watching most WWE it's product. Facts, dude, it is true. But, but <clears throat> man, like that 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 you get people who will literally like. <laughs> you've got people who I respect and who I know. <laughs> understand wrestling who will argue with this who will argue with this show every fucking point we've made and be like no man no um, track, man it's hey track brown <laughs> yeah i love you track but that, that was a direct reference to you buddy i fucking love you but jesus christ i knew it <laughs> like every fucking comment uh, there's a fucking reaction as to why it's fucking star spangled fucking awesome at AEW. everything is fuck, fucking man? brilliant and you're and just like no, man, no. and you know no. what's funny? I know he knows what he's talking about all the time, generally, right? But he fucking track, man. We love you, but god damn it, bro, stop! <laughs> you got to take off those fucking TK colored glasses and those Cody ones, especially, bro. I'm sorry, like yeah. I said, we love you, but come on, dude. You must be trolling. Well, us. I do like Will Alcia does the same fucking thing. Oh and, yeah, like, but Will, he's trolling. Like... He's trolling though. Trust he, me. You can tell he's, he's kind of trolling a little he, bit, he, right? Like he definitely me, is behind AEW, right? Oh he's, yeah, he's yeah, got definitely. Their back the same kind of way that you and I do, right? Like, right, right. We all want them to succeed, right? But like you can tell he's kind of trolling when he's, he's like, he's trolling, oh, yeah, but this, people this think he's being brilliant. serious, right? This right, is nah. so good, right? And like you're like you're like fuck off, Will. But like, <laughs> trust me, he, he, he's like, trolling, man, one hundred percent. But yeah, Jack, I'm not sure, man. It feels like he's being for real, bro. Which is it really bro. sometimes. It's scary, you're man. Just like, dude, you really can't see any of this shit. <laughs> uh, we'll have to have him back on so he can defend Definitely. himself, and 100%. he will defend himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sorry, Track. Sorry. I know we make it. We make him seem like he's real bad, but really, he knows what he's talking about, man. It's just no, uh, he's, he's one of he's one of the most brilliant people in terms of really professional is. wrestling Definitely. on online in any capacity. He's fantastic, and we love him. And uh, no doubt about it. And he's fucking crazy when it comes to AEW. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> uh, even worse than Will, probably. He he might be. Yeah. Uh, anyway, there's a recap here of the the whole FTR versus Jurassic Express storyline. Oh God. And uh, I'm really ready for this to go away. Uh, you know, the one thing about the FTR and Jurassic Express storyline is, you know, when they kidnapped, um, what's the little dude's name oh uh, marco fucking stunt. when marco they kidnapped stunt, right. marco stunt they had a real opportunity there to just kill his character off and that would have been like an actual like positive for that's what i was hoping for too moving forward right uh but they didn't and but they just... didn't no and you know it, it fucking annoyed the shit out of me because everybody's like oh aw's different aw's different no it's well not. you know one of the biggest fucking annoyances in professional wrestling booking is 
the the kidnap angle, right? Because there's always a kidnap angle. Randy Orton kidnapped so-and-so or like whatever, right? And you'll have a guy get kidnapped or a girl get kidnapped or a manager get kidnapped. And then the next week they just show up and they're just like, yeah, give no, you no they, explanation. they just let me go. Right. That, and, you know, FTR, FTR kidnapped a man, beat the crap out of him, tied him to a chair and then just <laughs> – let him go because that's what happens with all kidnappings right like the kidnappers just they they take you and they hold you and they say threatening things into a camera and then they just let you go because that's <laughs> that's how kidnappings work right jimmy right that's, how, that's what i understand from watching wrestling all these oh fucking hell yeah years. dude i want to get kidnapped too because i know nothing will happen to me you know what i mean no you just have a cool fucking story about right. how some badass motherfuckers like took you and tied you to a chair and then recorded you for 30 seconds and then cut <laughs> you loose and were like hey man see you later here's a beer <laughs> cheers buddy here's cheers. a fosters <laughs> Fuck fosters but but i just want to say uh didn't uh marco stunt actually say or make reference to that how like like there was no like <laughs> no reason like how he got out or whatever the fuck like you know what i mean like, yeah, so so I'm pretty sure what happened was Jungle Boy was giving an interview the next right, week right. with Marco Stunt there. And he said something to the effect of, yeah, FTR, you kidnapped Marco last week, but he's fine. Here he <laughs> is. He's with us now. And then he just kept going with his fucking thing. And it was like, what? That's your fucking explanation? He's fine. He's just he's fine. That that was, you know, that's that's why everybody loved Taken so much, too, is because, like, you know, Liam Neeson's daughter got kidnapped. And then, like, the <laughs> terrorists were just like, OK, see you later. Go back home now. That was just such a wonderful, heartwarming fucking I was heartwarming, Taken, bro. For fucking sure. They're good people. They're good people, fucking kidnappers. But I just want to say also one other thing about this shit. Not only do the, 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 does professional wrestling do too many fucking kidnap angles, but one particular company named AEW do multiple kidnapping fucking uh, fucking angles, like in the same fucking they had show. Three on that three, episode. Three, three, three on that fucking episode. Like, call me, call me fucking uh, stupid, but uh, this is fucking lazy booking, bro. Like, you know I what I mean? mean? I mean, why do you need three uh, fucking kidnap angles? And they all suck, mind you, right? So, what the fuck is Booker of the fucking year, Jimmy? Company of the year, Booker of the year. This is storylines, folks. This is what you call fucking storylines. Hey, fuck it. I want eight kidnappings in the one fucking show. So every match, one dude gets kidnapped, and that will be better than the Attitude Era for me, bro. That's right. AEW second show. AEW <laughs> kidnapping coming soon. <laughs> kidnapping. AEW kidnapping. Man, that's a show, bro. <laughs> That'd be awesome, though. Kidnapping. AEW presents uh, kidnapping. <laughs> it's Saturday night, and you know what that means. It's time for AEW kidnapping. <laughs> Oh shit, that's got me. Every fucking recap is exactly the same. Oh, I know. <laughs> Man, that's, that's fucking television right there, bro. I hope it happens. We're only on three right now. It's going to get to four and then five. Trust me, we're getting there. We're getting there. Oh, oh man. Oh, actually, oh, yeah, then is... they, can, they can do another show and call it AEW Ransom. Where you get no ransom. Ransom. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. fuck. And since this new show is called what, Elev Dark What are your Elev demands? <laughs> what are your demands? We have none. We just we just let that motherfucker go. Like, fuck a ransom, good. right? Yeah, that's it, man. Because it's the...
booker of the year booking this fucking great fucking content, bro. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. So, speaking of great content, we've Ugh. got a main event. It's um, it's Lance Archer and Ray Phoenix. Oh, yes. <laughs> they announced that this match is coming up. And that these two had been talking shit to each other on the on the social media oh um and how good was, was that segment like, by the way like before the match where they were acting like best friends and then they start pushing each other like douchebags yeah just pushing each other <laughs> see i loved when people would come up to me wanting to fight and start shoving because i would let them basically shove me once and then i would basically just stand back and I would wait. And if they came at me again with their fucking hands forward, I would just fucking wallop them in the face. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> you're trying to fight me, but you're going to fucking push me 16 times? No. Right. I'm going to knock you the dumb fuck is out. That shit, right. Right. Yeah. You don't win a fight by fucking not throwing the first punch. That's for sure, bro. But, but you uh, know what, man? Uh, look, man. The match was great, though. Well, I'll give it that. I forgot. I actually forgot about it for a minute because of everything else and this brilliant company company of the year shit book of the year shit this match was great it was stiff but why was it even really happening anyway man like come on i i don't oh well the reason why it was happening is because the winner of the main event would oh, get a spot that's in right. the face of the revolution ladder match oh uh, you know what's what? happening at the pay-per-view i didn't even know that was happening i couldn't tell I didn't even realize, dude. Like, really? Oh, well, cool. it is. Cool. And, uh, you know, multi-man ladder matches need a base or two. And, right. uh, you know, Lance Archer, spoilers, <laughs> will make for a really good base in that match. People can do some really impressive stuff <laughs> off the ladder onto him. He's a stepladder, dude. It'll He's be... going to be the ladder of the match. And I'm glad you said that he because will. I felt for a minute that this match was going to be a ladder match. Because I remember before the match started, they showed a graphic of Phoenix and fucking Lance Archer, and it said ladder match in the middle. Obviously, mm. I wasn't paying attention properly. I wasn't listening. But I could have sworn, I thought, oh, is this match a ladder match? Cool. <laughs> like, I thought, yeah. awesome. so, but I guess it's not. So, so we've, we, we've had fun with this already, Jimmy, but I wanted to ask, like, when Pac was oh, away yeah. in England, right? right there, there was, like... Like the Lucha brothers stayed brothers because they're always brothers, right? That's the point of being brothers is you can't just stop that. Um, <laughs> right. But there was but there was a replacement for Pac in the new um, triangle triangle of, <laughs> of you know of, oddities uh, or yeah yeah the new death triangle. Um, right. Who was that replacement? Who was the guy who replaced Pac? and was suddenly out of nowhere friends with phoenix and penta who was that guy because because i'm pretty sure it was lance archer i'm pretty sure he was like the fourth point of the i thought not quite death triangle after Pac went away i thought it was kingston at one stage even it was kingston for a while he was trying to get the death line into the family which okay. is not named but is a family but is not a, f a family. family 
Yeah. And he was trying to break up the brothers who are actual family. I don't know. You know what? Booker of the fucking year. Yeah. Anyway. Um, Definitely book of the year. <clears throat> anyway, I was just sort of entertained by this idea that like Archer and Phoenix hate each other now, even though they've been buddies like most of this time. Um, I don't even know when and how they were buddies in the first place. Can you tell me? Uh, no. And I still can't tell you why they're buddies with Pac. So uh, right, it's... I can't tell you that either. But where's Penta, man? I don't, I don't know where he is. But apparently, he's going to be in the ladder match. He so is. That's what. Yeah. So, so right now, I think that there's, <sighs> I think there's four people who are announced for this ladder match. It's uh, Cody. Oh, oh, really? He's having a baby. Did you know Cody's having a baby, no, Jim? No, really. Uh, Awesome. Yep. Good on uh, anyway, Cody's Congratulations, Cody. Yeah, way to go. Uh, way, to way, go. way to keep it on the down low and, and just be humble about it. Yeah, well, I didn't know uh, about it. So Thanks Cody's for telling in. me, Chris. I'm just saying because yeah. he hasn't said nothing as far as I know. But, yeah, I'm being serious. Yeah, I know. I know. I mean, look, I mean, check out, I mean, anything. I mean, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Scorpio Sky's in it. Uh, Scorpio Sky? Scorpio Sky. It's, so it's Cody, Scorpio um penta and spoilers lance archer gets in with the win and then i think there's still two more spots so it's going to be a six-man ladder match and the winner oh, will yes. get a shot at darby allen for the tnt championship okay so can i so is this match basically what you call a fruit salad uh yeah where you just yeah, add fucking exactly anything and just call it a ladder match because throw it all together right so what the fuck like, uh, why is Scorpio Sky in this match? Did he even qualify? No. So Penta, Scorpio Sky, and Cody were all entered into the match just because. And then I guess everybody else is going to have to win their way into the match. Isn't that fucking... <laughs> Wait, isn't this discrimination of some sort? Why does certain guys have to fucking qualify well cody i didn't even know I mean, he was they've got one i mean they've got one white guy one black guy and one latino that oh. automatically qualified oh so, i see don't know. <laughs> i see i see and i'm not talking about c i'm talking about c i see right si mm. spanish c right um i i get you i get you that's that's <laughs> so so cody right in particular gets a tnt total shot enters the fucking ladder match while he's in the middle of a feud with uh shack yeah but great, that's great not booking. the really booking. yeah that's not the important booking jimmy the important <laughs> booking is I, I don't know if you knew this i don't know if you've seen this anywhere or if anybody's oh, told you yet oh but what is it cody's gonna have a baby dude no, like what that's is he having two kids? Yeah, Cody's going to have a baby. No, just the one, but he's oh. like he's going to have a baby. Oh, cool. No, good. Hey, Cody, congratulations, man. And Brandy. Brandy? Yeah. About time, too. I mean, geez. Hey. Yeah, I mean, it's good incredible. They're going to do something that, like, they obviously, like, you know, obviously they deserve a lot of credit for, for being pregnant. And oh, for, for sure. potentially having a baby. Yep. Something that 
you know, o only about 95% of the population of Earth's entire population ever throughout history has done. I didn't just, know humans just, can just, have babies. I thought it was only Cody and yeah, Bob they can they can actually really? re, re they they can they can create babies wow. within the womb, and this is a possibility. And what? because Cody and Brandy are so fucking awesome, they've been able to do this. And so wow. they so just they deserve all the credit in the world for the fact that like they're they're so fucking awesome that they're able oh, to to do this incredible thing and uh, procreate. <laughs> I want to cry, man, because so. that is fucking awesome, dude. I mean, congratulations once again, Cody and Brandy. You're both pregnant. I mean, congratulations. I didn't even know, like, normal people could have children. I thought it was only Cody and Brandy, but, hey, congratulations, man. I can't wait to see this child. I'm sure they, they'll keep it on the low, and we have to, like, yeah, no. really look and Google. No, we won't see man. this kid. Definitely yeah, we'll... They definitely won't. They definitely won't tell us what the gender is on television, oh, or what's the like, gender? or like, or, or like have a like have a name, you know, ceremony on <laughs> television, or like, or like probably, yeah. you know, have sixteen cameras covering the 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 uh, the baptism, or oh, you wow. know, like we're not going to see any of that. They're going to be very private about it. You know, they're they're definitely. obviously they're private very people. private people who don't right. want who don't want a lot of spotlight on them no you know? no 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 not at all but can i ask you you said gender what, what's the kid's gender um well again you wouldn't you wouldn't know this no no, um, no because please. obviously they've been very quiet about it it's not they like have. they I really mean, have it's not like it's not like they did an entire segment on a they nationally did. televised professional wrestling program oh, where they realize. where they would reveal the gender of their <laughs> baby or anything but like if you hadn't known if nobody had told you to this point jimmy um apparently uh, and this sorry. is only what i know because i know people <laughs> close to them i mean they're keeping right. this pretty close to the chest but apparently they're having a girl that's so oh, so you know muzzle to them oh jeez, you know. oh, congratulations i never knew chris i really didn't man I, I, I don't know why I didn't know. I just didn't know because, you know, they keep their cards close to their chest, like you said. You know what I mean? But, but yeah, congratulations again, Cody and Brandy. Like, I'm so happy. I'm, I really am. Bravo. Yeah. Just round of applause. Round the, of applause. For, the, for how classy they've been about this whole thing. Very classy. <clears throat> very, very, very bougie. You know what I mean? Like, spot on. But, yeah, congratulations. Anyway. Anyway, speaking of babies, I kind of felt uncomfortable watching this match as Ray Phoenix looks like a small child um, competing against Lance Archer. And I I'm not going to lie. There was a part of me that was like, oh, my God, uh, Lance Archer is definitely losing this fucking man, match. Man, I was stressing tall. about that. <laughs> I'm glad he – look, the right man went uh, fucking over. If they did that, geez, there's uh, – you know what I mean? Like, okay. yeah, finally a big also, got to win. True? <laughs> yes. Also, Jake Roberts actually fucking did something, Jimmy. Like, he's he not just very animated, dude. There right. To, 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 to be 
there. He's not That's just good. doing the H2O thing tonight. No. He's <laughs> actually getting involved. Uh, he interrupted. Uh, he, he looks like he's like he's being useful. You know, it looked like he his his facial reactions. He was reacting to the match. He looked alive tonight. He actually um, for did. the first time in a little while. Yep. And I honestly am happy to see him looking engaged for sure you know, because i think i think i think the one thing that jake needs in his life in terms of like keeping that sobriety he needs to be engaged with something he needs Definitely. he needs to actually have something to get him up in the morning absolutely man 100 and i've been worried about him lately as like in this role he's really done nothing to this point um but in this match uh, he got involved. You could see his facials. You know, he he was reacting to things the way that you would expect him to. Right. And I, I was happy for it. Hopefully, he gets to keep doing this. Well, yeah, 100% agree with you. Because you know what? Him being interactive in the match was actually getting my attention. I couldn't help but keep noticing. Even in the background, when when you're not supposed to be focusing on Jake, he was still reacting to what was going on in the ring the whole time. Which was great to yep. see, and you're right. He does look alive. Hope we didn't jinx him for that, but he really does look alive for once because the last few weeks before that, what was the point of him even being around? So, yeah, no, I'm happy for him, man. He's a legend, and and I just hope he sticks to it because, like you said, man, it's not easy getting over addiction, and you really need to keep yourself occupied all the time. You know what I mean? Otherwise, yeah, you know, you can easily slip back into that fucking motion. But man, he's doing great, and I'm I'm happy for him. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Phoenix was definitely laying in the chops tonight. <laughs> yeah. uh, Archer's Archer's chest was like beat fucking red by the end of this. Um, Tony on commentary uh, says that this is an early contender for match of the year, and I just I was like, like th this match is a good match. Like, don't get match. me wrong. Like, no, I, right. I enjoyed this match. It was good, but like, what? <laughs> match of the year what the fuck are you talking about tony tony <laughs> shut up and say sting <laughs> and that's all you can fucking do just shut up and let jr do the talking man i love um, shivani i grew up on him too right but i gotta say it must be the name bro it must be tony it's gotta be tony it's a tony thing bro it's tony and if we get tony. one more tony we can say tony tony tone you know what i mean so tony 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 shout out to, <clears throat> to, to him <laughs> But uh, yeah, man, uh, look, Shivani is just being a clown, bro. 100% uh, bro. Like you can see with him and JR, they, they sort of uh, take pot shots about what's going on, like under their breath to each other. Do you know what I mean? Even when they give shit to Excalibur as well. Shivani is just having fun, dude. Because he knows this shit sucks. Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, honestly, the call of the fucking year to me at this point from commentary is... That's a table, Excalibur. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and then he kept arguing the point with him. Both of them, though, Shivani and JR, like, yeah, that's the catering table, Excalibur. You know what I mean? That's a, that's a table, Excalibur. Right, right. <laughs> that some that fancy food fucking... preparation uh, apparatus, that's a table. Food <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know what? I'll give uh, I'll give Excalibur the, uh, the benefit of the doubt because I think he just froze like he wanted to say table but it just wasn't coming to his head <laughs> you know what i mean so he just fucking said oh, the first thing that was coming out otherwise you know it would have been bad so but jesus christ they could have saved him but instead <laughs> it's a it's a table excalibur you know what i mean 
It's a table. <laughs> well, uh, well, back in Oklahoma, we just called him tables. Uh, <laughs> did, he, did he say that? He actually did say that, dude. I don't know if he did or I'm not, but he should sure have. He did. Oh man, that that's. Um, I have a question. Right. So I have a technical question, Jimmy, uh, about this match. Uh, let, let let's let's try to get through this here. Um, <laughs> what is the outside of the ring count in AEW? Like in the WWE, it's a 10 count, right? And in Japan, it's a 20 count, right? right. I'm, I'm aware of that. See how fucking awesome I am? <laughs> I know some shit about awesome, Japan, dude. motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, eat um, that, cunts. Eat that, no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, IWC. <laughs> I know Japan. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, God. Shit. That was brilliant. That was fucking awesome. But yeah, go. Tell me what you're gonna say. So, so what the fuck is the count in AEW? Is, well, is it a if, ten count? Is it a twenty count? Say, is it an eight hundred count? Because they went like two and a half fucking minutes outside of the ring here tonight. <laughs> I was gonna say it's a fifteen count, dude. You know what I mean? We're going straight in the middle. You know, look. I told you. Do they even have a five count in the fucking ring? yeah right one two three four five yeah i'll just you know what it's okay never mind i'll just just let him go whenever you want the the only conclusion i can come up the fucking ring or whatever dude the only conclusion i can come up with when it comes to this is booker of the year bro tk you know what i mean booker of the fucking (laughs) year speaking of which um archer uh, does the uh, rope walk into a moonsault? That was move, brilliant. Which is obviously super, super cool to see. That was good. Um, I've seen him do it now, though, like five or six times. Yeah. And it doesn't get less. It doesn't get less impressive. It's always impressive. Oh, for sure. Is he ever going to win a match with that? Because he's like almost three hundred pounds doing a springboard moonsault onto motherfuckers, and he can't get the win. Like. Billy Kidman had a whole career just doing a shooting star press, and he was like 106 pounds. Right. Like, what the you know fuck? No one was money? doing that in 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 North America at the time. They had the shooting star press. That was like a Japanese sort of style move back then. That's why Kidman was kind of over, even though there was nothing to him, per se. You know what I mean? But anyway, back to that. You're right. 100% agree with you. That should be a fucking finisher, dude. Because it looks good. Yeah. It looks great, and he kind of does a sliced bread sort of motion with that fucking move as well. Like, it looks great, man, because I haven't seen no big guy do that shit. Not like that. And he can balance on the ropes pretty well. I know he's getting support, but you get my drift. But that brings me to my next point. Now, if some idiot is holding your fucking hand, right, or your arm, and they're walking on the fucking rope while they're holding your arm, are you just going to let them fucking walk on the rope? Like me personally, I feel like you would pull a little right. bit, right? Like you would, at you least would try to get them off of the fucking ropes that they're walking across. Right. Like, you know, maybe kick the rope, maybe like, maybe, you know, take your other arm, right? Which like, they've got one arm, but you've still got your other arm. <laughs> right. Just like, j- just, just maybe use your arm to hit them in the leg so that, they stop trying to moonsault onto you. There's so but many ways. I, I, 
I, you know, I'm just, I'm not sure. Like, cause like, I, you know, I've done MMA and stuff and like, I, I know that, I know that there's different ways that a person can, can, you know, hold a, a joint, right. And it can, it can help right. you to control people. I'm just not sure if like lightly twisting the arm makes it so that a person literally can't do anything. Cause it seems like this light twist of the arm turns the opponents into essentially zombies for a few <laughs> seconds where they just they'll just tacitly be led around the ring like you know those you know those like pornos that you can watch on like online where like the person has a remote control and they're able to like control the person who they're fucking and then, you know it's like you know it's like remote control you know you know you know this 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 chick isn't aware, but I've paused her. And now I'm gonna, you know, do what I want to her. That seems to I'm be a what dirty this fucker. twisting of the arm does. Right, yeah. right. Like, hey, man, I, I guess it's, I guess you become a zombie. I mean, that's the only thing I can fucking come up with, like you said. Because I know if I was in that position, I would fucking arm drag the motherfucker, or kick those ropes, or some, even push him over the fucking thing with my yeah. other hand, mm-hmm. and. Bye-bye, Archer. That's it. Gone. Instead, we got fucking... Yeah. It looks like... You know you know the fucking... You know yo-yos? Mm-hmm. Remember the walking the it's dog? It's like walking the dog. It's like someone's walking the dog. That's what it, come, that's what it comes across as me. As, as good as that movie is, I'm sorry, but that's where it breaks also my fucking... Like, believability with, the, with shit. Because it's just... Doesn't make sense, man. But whatever. Booker of the year. At least fucking Phoenix. Phoenix can literally run over the rope without any support. Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, the the Phoenix is fucking incredible. And honestly, Lance Archer deserves a ton of credit for how well he was doing in this match too. Because after this, so I mean, they do that spot, which is incredible. Phoenix does a tightrope walk into an insiguri spot, which was pretty cool looking. Phoenix does a fucking Spanish fly on Archer, which like, I mean, you and I know that this is way more imp- like, like, of course, I, like, you need to watch this. Going, oh, wow. Good job, Phoenix. Fuck no. Phoenix. Phoenix that can was do a Archer. backflip from the talk rope. That That's not impressive. Right. The fact that fucking Archer can do a front fucking flip into a fucking back bump. Wow, dude. Well, I'm Fucking glad you brought wow. that up because here's a bit of wrestling 101 for the great IWC out there. Just in case there's people out there that believe that was all Phoenix doing that Spanish fly. No, motherfuckers. That takes two to tango to do that move. If you both aren't on the same fucking, like, on the same page, that can go definitely wrong, man. You know what I mean? And that, that impressed me <laughs> even more because of Archer, not because of Phoenix, man. Archer... For, man, for his height and size, that dude is fucking athletic, dude. Like, he can move. He's fucking, he's yep. brilliant, man. He really is. He's he's a once-in-a-lifetime type of big man that can move like that. Absolutely. So Archer Archer eventually lands the blackout, uh, takes the win, um, and then it looks like he's coming back to, to, to beat up um, Phoenix. It looks like he's going to... You know, turn heel and come and beat him up, but instead he just sits him up, and then he puts his fist out, and he gives him the fisting. <laughs> the fisting. I'm just really, really happy. Hey, bro, you don't him. shake hands anymore, bro. You don't do that shit. No. <laughs> There's no such thing as shaking no. hands, man. It's it's no, we the just, fisting. We just fist each other. That's <laughs> that's the new way of saying hello. 
Western culture's new way of saying hello. <laughs> Western Fist. culture's new way. Dude, even my own friends now don't want to shake hands, bro. Can you believe that shit? It's fucking fisting. Like, really? Oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, man, that's the planet we live in. But more importantly... I still fucking hug people, even, like, out in public. And, like, like I saw, like, like I'm good friends with most of my exes or whatever. And, like, like a while ago, I was was out at the fucking store, and one of my exes was there. Like, this is, like, during COVID, so everybody's got their fucking (laughs) mask or whatever. But she recognized me. She was like, hey, Chris. I was like, I was like, hey, Randy. And I went over, and I gave her a big fucking hug. And there are people in the store looking at you like, oh, my God. What the fuck is wrong with you? And you're just like, fuck off, you fucking robot. Exactly, dude. Because see what they've done to fucking people man it's amazing how easy it is to fucking manipulate the fucking horde of fucking minions bro you know what i mean yeah it's people the new can COVID be pretty fucking stupid sometimes yeah it is man so now it's a woohoo everyone's disease bro everyone but yeah that's the world we live in particularly western fucking the western world oh well it yeah. is what it is i mean I, mean, I don't know about you, but I know that, like, you know how there's, like, Dr. Fauci in the States? Yeah, he's, yeah. Like, the, the guy that everybody's right, supposed right. to be listening to. Well, so in Canada, we have a, a Dr. Chan, right? And she's, oh, really? She's a, yeah, she's, like, our, our top doctor or whatever, right? And she literally said that for people who are looking to date, um, that they that oh. they may want to think about, and I'm not fucking wow. kidding you. She said they may want to think about glory holes. Excuse me? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can look it up, brother. You can look it up. They may want to think about glory holes so that there's as little contact as possible in people's sexual encounters. <laughs> this is the fucking world we live in where fisting and glory holes <laughs> are the new fucking way of everything. It's just, it's so fucking wonderful. Thank God for the wow. new normal. Oh, wow, dude. That's <laughs> fucking that's crazy dude and you know what man since we're on this subject i just want to say i feel bad for the young kids man because when they get older and you know even your kids do because they're young right what's it going to be like once they get to like you know their 20s and shit like that can you imagine like by that point like if they're saying they don't even want any sort of fucking interaction in any way literally there's going to be people aren't going to be dating each other anymore bro you won't even be able to pick up a chick if you're like a teen right now forget about it i mean i'm sure there'll be a few whatever right but there'll be ones fucking in the future they'll be like hell no get away from me we're gonna have this is almost a way of making the population smaller because i bet you there'll be less kids because of this shit Yes. I mean, if this if this lasts very long, yes, it absolutely will happen. Luckily, um, we've seen a bit of pushback from that in that, right. you know, <laughs> what happens when a lot of couples are sort of stuck in the house together for a fucking year is they wind up popping out a baby or two. Right. Even right. even even Spiro, he, he you know, his, that's exactly his daughter what had a had a cute little onesie that said like, <laughs> you know, my parents didn't practice social distancing or whatever. <laughs> By the way, shout out Spiro. What's shout out to your Spiro? adorable little kid. Yeah, she's awesome. <clears throat> so so there's that, right? There's a bit of that where some people are having kids because, you know, fuck, you're stuck in the house together. You're going to fuck, right? Um <laughs> but yeah, I mean if this kind of social distancing hap, you know, lasts for you know a couple of years 
Well, we're it getting there, Chris. A, right. Like a serious indentation into the, the population. It's like you, yeah. dude. Because it's I mean, really happening. We're already happening barely at, like, in the West at least, we're already barely at, like, having enough kids to sustain our current population. Right, right. Right? So. Yeah, it's hopefully. just weird times, dude. And and it's it's approaching two years, bro. And it doesn't look like it's stopping, man. So it sucks. It is. And it's too bad that it's too bad that this didn't happen, you know, a year before Tony Khan was born. Then <laughs> we we could have been spared Booker of the Year shit. Actually, can uh, I ask how old <clears throat> is that fucking little fucking runt? Like, is he younger than us or is he older than us? Like, how old is that guy? I I don't like from judging by like the way he talks about himself and things <laughs> i'm guessing he's like 14 but i know I that's wrong that. <laughs> like <laughs> i was gonna say 15, like there's a part of me that really honestly thinks <laughs> that he probably like that that the young bucks were like oh man my my dad's coming but like you know what are we gonna do for wardrobe? And and Tony Khan was just like, I've got Dude, fucking geez. awesome shirts he can wear, guys. Dude. I'll make him look so fucking cool with my shiny shirt. You know what? I hate my birthday uh, now, bro. Pretty much. <laughs> Get this, dude. His name is Anthony Rafik Khan, right? Born October 10, 1982. I'm born October 11, 1982. But get this, October oh, wow. 10, your date. Is October 11 my date? Because you know uh, how we stay ahead. So technically, we're yeah, exactly yeah. the same age, dude. That's fucked up. Dude. Wow. That's fucked up. <laughs> That's actually pretty. Wow. And he's 38 years old. Jesus Christ. I would have thought he was fucking 10. But yeah. Yeah. He's wow. Years old. Screw you, October. Which means, <laughs> like. At most, we only have to deal with them on this earth for another 50. So thank God for that. Um, wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm devastated, bro. I'm really... Yeah, that's, uh, that's devastating news. Um, <laughs> anyway, you know what? This was a, a decent episode of Dynamite. Uh, you know, obviously we had some fun with it because, you know, this company makes a lot of really stupid fucking mistakes and we're going to point them out and laugh at them. Um but there were at least three really solid wrestling matches Definitely. on this program. I, I don't want to, I don't want to skim over that. There were three really solid wrestling matches. Um, and you know, I was very happy to see shiny shirt man, uh, mm. get his face smashed mm -hmm. in. That was cool. Um, although I'm sure that's not what we were supposed to feel. Uh, right. so well, it doesn't Booker make me, uh, yeah, exactly. Booker of the Year didn't make me feel bad for the guy. No. Like, if you want me to feel sympathy for a person, they can't be wearing a shiny shirt with a dragon on it. That's baseline <sighs> stuff. Like, yep. honestly. Honestly. Yeah, but, well, yeah. since we, we do the no's of the week here and there, this one is the no, just the only no no to fucking shiny dragon fucking shirts you know what i mean or fucking yeah tigers no or shiny dragon eagle shirts <laughs> like you know like i can't feel any sympathy for people with dragons and eagles and and and, and shiny and you know like and like and shiny those kinds of shirts like if you were to tell me that you know a hundred years ago 
the the Russians <laughs> euthanized everyone in Russia who wore shiny dragon shirts like <laughs> a part of me would be like oh no like that's a that's a terrible massacre of human terrible, beings but terrible. but then like a much larger part of me is like but, but you kind of fucking deserved it with your shiny ass shirts like fuck I'm you sorry. anyway like he's right he's right you know it's it's okay like you know may, maybe you belonged in the gulag i i you know whatever just just man like I, this is what I, I don't understand and before we finish i just want to say like what goes through the mind of these type of people when they go and buy clothes right and what do they think like they see that shiny dragon eagle shirt and be like oh yeah man that's gonna get me fucking pussy 100 that shit yeah. is gonna get me laid like how does anybody think that looks any good i mean <laughs> Like maybe there's there's like a peacocking thing where where a guy thinks like you know I'll definitely get fucking noticed right like there's <laughs> Yo, no way I walk through the fucking club and anybody doesn't notice my shiny dragon fucking shirt like like it looks like it's gonna like come off of my fucking back and like eat your <laughs> pussy right like that's what it fucking looks like like that's maybe what's going through people's oh, fucking shit. minds but like. Who the fuck, man? I, I don't know. It's oh, dude, I'm gonna cry. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> that was fucking brilliant, dude. Oh my uh, god. Oh man, my co-host just fucking said it, dude. That that must have been going through their fucking mind, dude. <laughs> that must have... because that shit is gonna eat fucking <laughs> pussy. <laughs> That has, that has to be the reason, bro. That has to be the reason. It has to be. That has to be. It's the only thing, dude. Uh, and I guess if you're wearing an eagle yep. one, right, it must swoop on the pussy, bro. Like, it just... It just swoops just zones down in, there. Swoops, like a, boom, yeah? Like, absolutely. <laughs> like, you know... Caca, motherfucker. Caca, <laughs> uh, <clears throat> motherfuckers. Oh, God. Wow. Okay, well, that's going to do it for the show. <laughs> Uh, we're going to wrap Can't it up. Uh, those of you listening, those of you listening up to the end here, we love you. Thank you so much oh. for listening to the show. Uh, make sure you uh, like and subscribe and, you know, share this out to people. Um, you know, tell other people that you're listening to, to me and Jimmy just right. absolutely bash the IWC <laughs> and all of the nonsense that we put up with on a weekly basis with fucking Booker of the Year, Tony Khan. Yep. Um, <clears throat> Kakel. Please listen to everything on Rational. <laughs> Kaka, <laughs> motherfucker. Uh, <clears throat> <clears throat> Coleslaw, motherfucker. Uh, <laughs> Coleslaw, okay, yeah. We're going to stop now. Oh, we're going to stop shit. now. Uh, please listen to everything on Rational Rage. Everybody out here is just working their asses off. We've got constant new content coming out. We've got uh, Cage Theory. We've got Jeff Lippman stuff between uh, the, the, the Hangover. He's got the Garden of Doom listen to me on my own personal little journey where uh where i do the far center um jimmy's filling in for everybody on every fucking show doing every goddamn thing uh we've got spiro out here doing doing his thing absolutely fucking wrecking uh social justice warriors every single time he comes out uh we've got homeboy 88 with uh, lots of comedy shit uh his newest the, the newest the newest homeboy 88 is all about rap peeps trust me it's fucking awesome take a listen to it um you know just everything that that we're doing on the on the 
the Rational Rage Network is fucking awesome. Please listen. You know, like I said, like, share, and subscribe. Uh, especially share. You know, tell people that you're listening to this shit. You know, hopefully we don't embarrass you too much. <laughs> and if we do, grow a fucking pair of balls. <laughs> yes. Uh, right. <clears throat> and more importantly, but that's it. That's it for me, Jimmy. What do you got? I just wanted to say, I just wanted to end it with. Please subscribe to rationalragenetwork.podbean.com. You won't regret it. And just before we go, cacao, motherfuckers. <laughs> oh, man. Peace.
to your living room. That's Archer. Oh. Got go right to the face. Big man can move around. Oh. He walked right into that right foot of Ray Phoenix. Second time, obviously a big mistake. Miss. Miss with the high boot. And Ray Phoenix will try to take advantage of it. Phoenix. Oh, that the tightrope oh, walk. Oh. And the kick to the side of the head. What balance. What amazing balance. Man, it is a it's desperation time for Jake the Snake. Oh, man, Archer able to kick out. Jake Roberts was. Watch this. Wow. Balancing on the top. That's spectacular. Anyway, you can just look at it over and over again. It gets better every time. More than halfway across that time. Hey, folks, by the way, uh, following us tonight is the accountant. Oh! And, but nothing's going to follow that cutter. Rolling cutter there. Gray Phoenix covers. And no! Oh! Too big, too strong. Keep down from that. Ray is trying with all he his might to wear Archer down. My God. Archer is a bull. The bull of the woods, man. We were trying this earlier. Phoenix wants nothing more to join his brother in that face of the Revolution ladder match. Coming up Sunday, March 7th at Revolution on pay-per-view. But, oh! The fisherman buster there by Lance Archer. One, two, no! Man, pinning Ray Phoenix is like trying to pin a slinky. <laughs> That's right. He just will not. He, he gets pretzel-like, you know, in a blink of an eye. Continues to maneuver around. Scoot out from underneath them. He's about as hard to pin his shoulders to the canvas because of his flexibility as anybody I've ever seen. How much more of this assault can he withstand? That's the big question, Excalibur. Lance Archer up to the middle rope. He brings Ooh. Phoenix up to the top. This is unbelievable. This is really no man's land, let me tell you. But look at this Phoenix, though, landing on the middle rope. Archer bouncing up top. Ray Phoenix up top. Oh, oh my God. God! The Spanish What have we seen? What have we seen here? Unbelievable! Oh, and he got out. And Archer powers out. What the hell are we seeing before oh our very eyes here tonight oh in this main event? Oh my, now he's gonna try a third time to get him up. But Archer grabbing at the face of the mask of Ray Phoenix. And Phoenix able to block the, the clothesline attempt. A right hand, a chop. Fast feet, fast hands, powerful strikes. But the pounce! Oh man, they collided. Momentum from both sides. The misdirection shoulder block from Lance Archer stopped Ray Phoenix in his tracks. This is a one-ball TV time remaining match. And we are running out of TV oh. time, folks. Hope these guys know the oh. where they are time-wise. The choke slam again! And there is a heightened sense of urgency. It's through the face of both these men, but the stakes high. They are up against the clock right now. It's called gut check time. The, the face of the Revolution ladder match. Originally scheduled for six competitors. If we have a draw here, it would be only five. 
Gets up, center of the ring. Light down. Light out. One, two, three. Arthur's power and sheer will has paid off. Here is your winner, the Murderhawk Monster, Lance Archer. Damn, guys. Archer beat Ray Phoenix in the best hole that Archer's got. Oh, what a collision he this took was. the best. So now the biggest man I suspect that will be in the ladder match has been determined. Lance Archer, one of four competitors that we know of for the face of the Revolution ladder match coming up on Sunday, March 7th at pay-per-view. Stage before, and we wanted to know. Does this belong to you? Oh, no. Does it belong to you? No problem, but I couldn't help but tell you. When I saw you tearing up and saying you're so proud of your boys, they really hit home with me. I mean, from the backyard to superstar. But what are you doing? You got to post it, huh? What are you doing? You got to post it. Look, come on, Papa. You son of a bitch. Look, it's just so lit. Are you proud? Oh, 
You better call a doctor. Or even better, come back here and pick up your trash. See you boys at Revolution. <laughs> Let's go. Let's MJF go. and Jericho have gone too far. And here come Matt and Nick, finally arriving at their father. What a... You know what? Matt Jackson tearing a path down the ramp. Running like scalded dogs. Jericho, MJF exit, pursued by Buck. Horrible scene, a horrible scene. And now they're loading Papa Buck into the the rescue squad here in the ambulance. Just a just a terrible scene. You can understand the dismay on the face of Matt Jackson there. Terrible. Tony, just just when you think Jericho and MJF can't sink any lower, somehow they they find a, a, a new bottom of the barrel. Disgusting. It's been a good one, no doubt about that. Once again, man, instinct like you talked about it, Scalibur. Using that right arm. Hangman, Adam Page, coming off, went for the sliding lariat. Cassidy able to avoid contact, a kick to the kneecap. I like how aggressive Isaiah Cassidy's become. Oh! Sheer drop, brainbuster, center of the ring. One, two, no! Cassidy again able to kick out. That's a no killer Paul Fox move, Tony, that brainbuster. Yes, sir, it is. He taught it to Duke Murdoch. And the legacy continues. Yes, legacy continues, and Murdoch made it a household word. Cassidy, despite his, uh, his dubious tactics, has supported himself very well. Something he's not just a tag team wrestler here. Getting toe to toe with Hangman. Block the clothesline at Tap. Oh, yeah. Step up into Geary. Good feet. Very good feet. Oh! Man, head first goes Hangman. How can he get up from that? The float over, lateral press. Oh, oh near fall. Now here's the submission attempt. Arm breaker, he's got it on. And Hangman trying to keep the feet on the right arm, too. That's right. But you can tell Isaiah Cassidy not used to, to applying that Jujikatami. His, his, his legs are all over the place. Oh, Hangman Page getting a crucial rope break right there. That, that poison Marana. Hangman Adam Page. Serious trouble here. What condition will he be in come March 7th? That's a good question. I'll tell you what a great match this is. Isaiah against Hangman. I flashed it already, guys. We still have so much more great action to come tonight on Dynamite. We certainly do, Tony. We will see a semifinal round match in the Women's World Championship Eliminator Tournament between Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, and Nyla Rose, plus in our main event, a qualifier for the Face of the Revolution ladder match between two of the best in the world, Ray Phoenix and Lance Archer. Hangman Adam Page coming up. Oh, over the top rope. And the damage has been done once again to the right arm of Hangman Adam Page. That was great instinct that time by Isaiah Cassidy. Just seen him come, he's seen it before, the guillotine from the top, just wait on him and yank and use his momentum against him. I'm impressed with Cassidy's uh, courage. Oh, Cassidy, he's outnumbered out here. Looking for the destroyer, but Hangman, Oh, the dead eye! Dead center of the ring! Yes, sir!
Page overcoming the odds. Really good wrestling match. And scratching out a hard-fought victory here tonight. And he had I a lot of support for me with your decision, oh, Hangman. You chose the Dark Order over Big Money Matt Hardy. I wanted to give you the world, but you betrayed me. And now I'm gonna hurt you, Hangman, in more ways than you can imagine. And I'm also gonna hurt every single member of the Dark Order that you love so much. Who's this? this is number five, Alan Angels of the Dark Order. Damage has been done once again. Hardy said it's psychotic. What's next with these guys? I'll tell you, Alan Angels is hurt. Let's take a look at one more time. Head first thrown in there by Big Money Man Hardy. As you can tell right now, the doctors are attending to Alan Angels. Rational Rage Network.